Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Donald Trump is the man. I got a better job. I got a better house. Everything's going great. Making money, working. Y'all have a great day. It's Monday. Look at that. There's a guy that's excited that it's Monday. Why? Because Donald Trump is the president. The economy's booming. He's got a great new job. He's got a great new house. He's got a great new life. Everything's everything's real. Why would you want to change it? Why would you want to impeach a president like that? Why would you want to replace him with somebody else uh, like any of those any of those 10 <laughs> quote unquote people that were debating last week on stage uh, so that they could be president because they all want to be president, too, or at least, you know, what? here's the interesting thing about the debate last uh, week. And I don't want to get too much into this because we talked a lot about it on Friday. But it's it's interesting because a lot of those people on stage want to be president. But I think more people on that stage just don't want Donald Trump to be president. And I just don't think that that's something that qualifies somebody for that job. You know, like, like take our boss, for example. Right. I our boss. I'm sure there's other people that we would rather have as our boss. OK, but I don't want to run for the position because I don't want it to be me. Also, I don't think I'm qualified. Uh, but, you know, and, and that's basically what happens with Donald Trump. There's a group of folks, all Democrats, and they're like, Donald Trump's the worst man in the world. He's the worst president. He's horrible for the, uh, our, you know, our, the United States' position in the entire world. People look down on us. Other countries are embarrassed by us. Our economy's in the toilet, which isn't true. Donald Trump is a racist. He's a bigot. He's a misogynist. He's all these horrible things. Donald Trump is everything that's wrong with America. We need to replace him. And that's... The biggest problem they have with their campaigns, the biggest problem they have with their campaign is that they don't want to be the president. They just don't want Donald Trump to be the president. And I would rather somebody like Donald Trump, who has experience, who's done it for four years, who actually wants the job, than somebody like, let's say, Kamala Harris, who just despises Donald Trump, although I believe she secretly loves him. And that's why she can't get him off of her mind. But that's where we are today. Joe Biden, the front runner, the front runner of the Democratic Party. The, and still after the debate, Elizabeth Warren wasn't able to overcome his numbers. Bernie Sanders wasn't able to overcome his numbers. He's the front runner. Joe Biden is the guy that is most likely going to be running against Donald Trump for president. And I don't believe that he even really wants to be president. I just think someone told him, hey, look. You're the you're the great white hope. You are the last chance that we have to get rid of this guy. You're Joe Biden. You're Joe. You were vice president. You worked with Barack Obama. Everybody loves you. You know, you're the guy that you're not as crazy as Bernie uh, and you're not as weird as Beto. You know, you're the guy, although I, that's debatable. <laughs> that's debatable when you still see some of the sniffing videos. But and so there's I mean, there's a lot riding on Joe Biden's candidacy. The biggest problem is Joe Biden. Man doesn't want to be president. He was retired. He had a chance to run after, you know, after Barack Obama left office. He could have run back then, but he bowed out for Hillary. 
he had a death in his family. His son was passed away. He was depressed. He was upset. He was working, you know, to, to get through that tragedy. He stepped aside for Hillary Clinton. And now I feel like they're dragging him back in. Man doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be debating. He doesn't want to be going to campaign events. He's not. First of all, I don't think he's physically up to the task. Second of all, I don't think he's mentally up for the for the task. And third, I just you know what I think that Joe Biden wants to do? I just think he wants to wander around and tell stories because that's kind of like that's like his thing. In fact, there was this tweet that uh, that popped up about Joe Biden telling a story at some pool he used to work at in, in Wilmington. Delaware. It was the creepiest. Now that Joe Biden's out there and the whole record player thing showed his age and Julian Castro was attacking him for not even remembering what he said two minutes ago. But but now there's all this weird stuff because Joe Biden's been around for a long time. And uh, and it's a clip from 2017. It popped back up on Twitter this this weekend. Some guy retweeted it. It's Joe Biden talking about when he worked at a pool in Wilmington, Delaware. He was the only white dude that worked there. And he you know what? I I could tell the story or I could just have Joe Biden tell it. And I think it's probably better. Uh, I think it's probably better if we just let, you know, if we just let Joe Biden tell it in his own words. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd like to present to you on this Monday morning story time with former President Joe Biden. I learned a lot and I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area and I was one of the guards and there were a lot of the, the three meter board. And you fell off sideways, you landed on the damp, uh, the darn cement over there. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. Corn Pop. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. And back in those days, you show how things have changed. One of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. <laughs> and so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Wow. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Mm, straight. Not a joke. There was a guy named Bill Wright, Mouse, the only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement where mechanics, where, where, where all the pool f f filter is. Mm. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Whoa, what? I said, you're kidding me. He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with the chain. And I walked up to my car. And they had, in those days, used to remember the straight razor. You'd bang him on the curb, get him rusty, put him in a rain barrel, what, what? get him rusty. What? And I looked at him, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you to get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. But I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. I apologize, but I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize, but I'm not for throwing you out. No. But I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. Look at that. Look at that. So this is just in case you're in case you're having trouble following. In case you're having trouble following, basically here's what happened. Joe Biden was the only white lifeguard at a Wilmington, Delaware pool when he was growing up. 
and he was lifeguarding one day, and some gangbanger named Corn Pop with pomade in his hair and a shower cap on, which was required by law, apparently, gets up on the diving board and is causing mayhem. And Joe Biden, instead of yelling, hey, Corn Pop, get off the diving board, insulted him by calling him Esther Williams, who was, for those of you who are nowhere near as old as Joe Biden, a famous movie performer who did synchronized swimming. And if you ever see any of the old synchronized swimming black and white films, that was Esther Williams. So he calls this gangbanger, a.k.a. Corn Pop, Esther Williams, tells him to get off the diving board. Corn Pop says to Joe Biden, meet me at your car after work. I'm going to cut you. Shows up with two other dudes with straight razors who, you know, like you bang them. Remember in the old, they used to bang them on the side. Remember that? Stick them in the rain barrel, get them all rusty. So they're dull and rusty straight razors. And and then Joe Biden, fearing for his life, fearing for his life, has to go talk to the only other white dude around, the mechanic who changes the pool filters, who cuts him a piece of chain so that he can go out and confront Corn Pop and his hoodlum friends. And he goes up to Corn Pop with his length of chain, and he's staring at Corn Pop and his two dudes with these rusty old beaten down straight razors, and he said... I'm sorry for calling you Esther Williams. And Corn Pop closes his straight razor and walks away. And 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 Joe Biden's heart began to beat again. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is the kind of thing. That's what Joe Biden wants to do. He doesn't want to be president. He doesn't want to go to war. He wants to go around and, and talk about the old days. When he was calling gangbangers Esther Williams and fighting with lengths of chain that the nice old white mechanic gave him at the pool. That's what Joe Biden wants to do. Man does not, I repeat, does not want to be running for president. He just doesn't think that Donald Trump should be the president. 855-765-1045. Man, the good old days. When 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 the meanest when the meanest man in town, the dirtiest crook in town, was named Corn Pop. That just doesn't happen anymore. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. More of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Corn Pop was a bad dude running a bunch of bad boys. But Joe Biden took care of him. With just his guts, his glory, and a length of chain from the old white mechanic at the pool in Wilmington, Delaware. That is, I mean, if that's not a true American uh, story of overcoming great odds, that, that right there qualifies Joe Biden to be president. If he can take care of Corn Pop at the pool back in the... Back in the 70s, I'm sorry, the 1870s, not the 70s. If he can take care of Corn Pop back in the 40s when he was a teenage lifeguard, then clearly, clearly he can take care of Iran. He can take care of Iraq. He can take care of Afghanistan. He can, if he knows that all it takes is a length of chain and an apology to make things right, then, uh, then I mean, I, clearly the man can be president and and go around and apologize for everything that the United States has done wrong. Just like uh, just like Barack Obama, yeah, Obama did. In fact, it makes sense now to me that Joe Biden, instead of fighting Corn Pop, instead of taking that chain and wrapping it around the guy's head like the pool guys, he, that's what he said, right? He said, take the chain and wrap it around his head. And so he's up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, Hey, Esther, you 
off the board, rock yeah. him up and drag you off. Yeah, well, first of all, he's threatening to drag Corn Pop off the board, and then when Corn Pop doesn't call his bluff, he's got to get a length of chain. And they had, they, those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang him on the curb, get him rusty, put yeah. him in a rain barrel, get him rusty. Yeah, rain barrel. And I looked at him, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again, but I shouldn't have called you. Esther Williams, I apologize. All right, so two things about that clip. First of all, uh, instead of fighting, Joe Biden likes to apologize, and that's his way out of out of a big mess. And that's exactly that's exactly what we had with Barack Obama for eight years. The other thing is, you'll notice Joe Biden said I was smart back then, <laughs> which which makes me wonder what does he know about his intellect these days uh, that the rest of us are only guessing at. Hey, Jim on the north side. Hi, Jim. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How's it going, man? Hey, Mark. Um I got a question. Uh, over the weekend, once again, I heard Joe Biden once again trying to take credit for the economy, uh-huh. you know, or give give credit to him and Obama. Yeah. And but at the but at the same time, he says he sees a recession looming on the horizon. So my question to you is, if it's Obama's con- economy, will it be Obama's recession? No, and of course that'll be Donald Trump's uh, recession. It'll be Donald Donald Trump's recession because the horizon is twenty twenty. And they believe that in 2020, there's going to be this massive recession and everyone's going to, you know, there's going to be the housing bubble that bursts and this bubble that bursts and all these bubbles are going to be, you know, it's going to be like pop, like God, have my like corn pops all over the place. And that's going to be the downfall of Donald Trump, because if the only thing or the biggest thing that Donald Trump has accomplished so far is a booming economy. And if everybody like that guy that called in and said, oh, my God, Donald J. Trump, he's the man. Donald Trump is the man. I got a better job. I got a better house. Everything's going great. Making money, working. There you go. So that guy's everything's going great. He's got a better job, better house, making money. He's working. Do you know how many millions of people are saying that now that couldn't say that during the Barack Obama years? Do you know how many millions of people can say they have a job, they've got more money, they've got a better house, they're working, things are going great. That's what people think about when they go to the polls. They think about, okay, is my life great or is my life crappy? And if their life is great, they're not going to vote to change anything. People don't like change. People fear change. People are like change. Ooh, blah, blah. That's why people still call up and yell at me for not being Herman Cain, because they don't like change. And that's why Donald Trump will win if the economy stays strong, if unemployment stays low, if people wake up on November the 3rd, Tuesday morning and go, you know what? I got money in my pocket. I got this nice new house. I got a job to go to. Uh, everything's a okay. They're going to roll to the polls and they're going to fill in that little bubble for Donald Trump. But if the economy's in the toilet and they're losing their money and they start to see their 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 property value plummet, and if they're underwater in their mortgage, and if they're getting fired or laid off, or if that's looming over their heads, or if they if they go to the bank and they can't get a loan for whatever reason, or if uh, you know, God forbid, you know, uh, God forbid something else happens horrible in their financial situation. If they look at their 401k and it's being depleted, depleted because there's another massive recession. If any of that happens, then they're going to go to the polls and they're going to vote for whoever the Democrats put up against Donald Trump. So that's the new game plan. And that's why Barack Obama, I'm saying, that's why Joe Biden, rather, is saying, we see a recession on the horizon. That's why a lot of other people are saying, oh, the recession's coming. The economy's not as strong. Because they need to make sure that the one thing that Donald Trump has done that affects you directly every single day of your life, your money, 
your financial well-being, your job, your career, your livelihood, your your overall existence. They need to make sure that the one thing that Donald Trump has created that is that is changing your life for the better. They need to make sure that that collapses or convince you that it's about to collapse. So far, they're doing a horrible job at both of those. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Your phone call's coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. It's Monday, 855-765-1045. If you're trying to get through, uh, you can leave us an open mic message, too. Just download our mobile app, um, News 104.5 WOKV, the mobile app, and you can you can send us an open mic message. Oh, you know what you can do while you're there? After you download the app and you send us an open mic, click on the button that says Win Marque's Cash. Because coming up September 26th, we're going to start giving away $500 a day. And you have to register on on the app. Um, so download it, click the button, uh, win Marquez cash, and then just listen for your name between 10 and 10:15 every morning, starting September 26th, Monday through Friday. I'll we'll just say out a name. Like I'm gonna like we'll just go, Joe Biden. And all of a sudden, and then if your name's Joe Biden, you call us up within 15 minutes, you win 500 bucks. That's how easy it is. Um, 855-765-1045. You can register online at WOKV.com or download that mobile app and register there as well. Speaking of Joe Biden, what a great, what a great grandpa or uncle he must be. Because I mean, think about the, the bedtime stories he tells, you know, it's like, you know, he's, he's oh, visiting his grandkids and they're like, they get up on his knee and they're like, grandpa, Tell us about the time Corn Pop attacked you with a with a rusty straight razor. And they had, they, those days, you used to remember the straight razor, you'd bang them on the curb, yeah. get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. Yeah, I, oh, Grandpa, that's my favorite story, Grandpa. What's a rain barrel? Is that like a record player? <laughs> so, so Biden, always, always happy to whip out. The most aged uh, American references in the entire world. 855-765-1045. This is uh, Chuck from the beaches. Hey, Chuck, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing fine. Um, you, um, be, be surprised if you don't remember or you haven't seen the actual video of, or heard him when he say it, said it. Joe Biden was asked in an interview how he felt about defensive firearms. Yeah. And, and he said... Well, all you need is a double barrel shotgun. Yeah. That's all you need. And he said, and what my wife does, as I've told her, is you just go out on the second story balcony and you shoot that shotgun. Now, if I understand correctly, if you did that in Jacksonville, you'd probably get arrested. (laughs) That's probably not a good thing. So you think the vice president of the United States is advising people to go out on their balcony and shoot a gun. And let me ask you this question. Yeah. If you were going to get somebody in your family or you were going to have a legitimate defensive weapon, would you want a pump shotgun, semi-automatic shotgun that holds five rounds, or would you want a double-barrel shotgun? I didn't know double-barrel shotguns. I thought they just had those in, like, old Western movies. Uh, you know, cause no, most, you can still get yeah, most of the shotguns, you know, everyone has like a sawed off Mossberg or they've got, you know, they've got all the, yeah. they go, right. they go get their Mossberg. Was it their 500? Yeah. And then they put a pistol grip on it and then they put all like the, right. the, the flared, uh, barrel and then they've got the mm-hmm. light and the, you know, there's the, all, I mean, they, they make these, they, they trick them out, man. 
they pimp them out totally. Yeah, they but, do. but yeah, I mean, look, a shotgun is a great home defense weapon because it's scary. You know, it sounds scary. It looks scary. And if you shoot somebody with it, odds are the buckshot or the birdshot or whatever won't penetrate through the walls and accidentally hurt somebody in your family. Um, right. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, well, you, we have that clip, by the way. I'm going to play It's from a. Ironically, he was, get this, Joe Biden in 2000, I want to say 13 or whatever, he was doing an interview with Parents Magazine. He was vice president at the time. He was vice <laughs> he was vice president of the United States, sits down with Parents Magazine. I don't know how this came up in the Parents Magazine article or interview, but here he is. Here he is defending the use of shotguns in home defense. If you want to protect yourself, get a double barrel shotgun. Have the shells of 12 gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, mm. we live in an area that's wooded and somewhat secluded. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here, or walk out, put that double barrel shotgun, and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not. You don't need an AR 15. Yeah, you don't need an AR 15. You just need all you need is a double barrel shotgun, and that's going to do the trick. And that's Joe Biden's advice to parents <laughs> at Parenting Magazine. He's doing an interview saying you don't need an AR-15, but you do need a double barrel shotgun. And all you have to do is is go out there, go out on the balcony, shoot two blasts, not just one blast, but it's got to be two blasts. Yeah, that's one. There you go. That's going to do it. That's going to do it. And then what, whoever's theirs, they're, they're just going to run away. They're just going to run away. 855-765-1045. I mean, look, there's, you could do it that way. That's the Joe Biden way. The Joe Biden method is you take a shotgun, you shoot it twice in the air. There's then the Dick Cheney way where you take the double barrel shotgun and you shoot it in your friend's face. And either way, nobody's going to mess with you. Nobody's going to mess with you ever again. 855-765-1045. That guy, Dick Cheney even had that guy apologizing for getting in the way of his shot. Now, that's a vice president, right? That's a guy. You think that Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney wouldn't have even needed a chain, ironically, because his name's Cheney, to take on Corn Pop. Dick Cheney would have just walked out there and Corn Pop would have been like, I'm sorry, sir, I, I owe you an apology. Next time you tell me to get off the board, I'm going to get off the board. Michael from Fruit Cove. How are you, Michael? I'm good. How are you doing? Love listening to your show. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, me too. I kind of enjoy it as well, which means, sounds kind of like uh, I should probably be more humble, but whatever. We'll work on that next week. What did you want to say today, uh, Michael? Well, I keep listening to all these people talking about the AOC and get rid of cars and big trucks and all this stuff. But yeah. I got to wonder, what are we going to do with all the millions of boats and travel trailers? I have a boat and I have a travel trailer. Am I going to pull that with an electric car and drive? Am I going to get to keep my little motor that uh, pushes my boat around about 50 miles an hour? Yeah. No one's <laughs> talking about that. There's there's like 16 million boats registered in our country. Can you and have, who knows how many travel trailers? Let me ask you a question. Can you even have an electric marine motor? I mean, the electricity and well, water, last make, time I checked, they don't really go that well together. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've made some little boats that will run on propane, but they're, they're not big motors. You know, you can't yeah. push a big boat. You might push a little John boat around and you know, get across a river or something, but you sure can't go water skiing or anything fun like that. It's basically, you might, everyone's going to have to get a sailboat, I guess, with no kicker. 
Yeah, that's it. Well, sailboat, and then you know what you get is the windmill that'll power your sailboat because they're big into those too. Uh, Mike, <laughs> well, no one talks about it. It's a big issue to me. I have both. You know, and you know what so, we brought yeah. up. You know what we, and that is a great point. You know what I have, which we brought up during the quote unquote hurricane that came through here, was the uh, yeah. when you look at a generator because because AOC she'll she'll attack trains, she'll attack or she'll attack planes rather, and she'll attack cars, and she'll attack all of these big uh, combustion engines. But then the first thing they tell you, everybody during the hurricane. All the news organizations, what are they doing? They are out and they are covering the people at Home Depot buying generators. And they are out covering the gas shortages. And they're out covering people filling up their tanks with gasoline. And nobody seems to have a qualm about that. Nobody seems to have a qualm about all the generators that are producing electricity when the storms go out. You know, and everybody think about how much think about how many, uh, you know, I don't know how much carbon uh, dioxide or carbon monoxide was created when everybody went out pre Dorian, bought a generator, took it home and tested it. All that testing of those generators. Think about how many noxious fumes filled the air and destroyed plant life and animal life and brought our brought our entire world just one step closer to annihilation. But nobody cares about that. During a hurricane, it's okay to run your generator. But every other day of the week, it's totally not cool to run your car or take a plane and fly somewhere. Unless, of course, you're flying to Greece for a summit on climate control sponsored by Google. Then it's totally okay to fly uh, in your plane as much and as far as possible. 855-765-1045. Joe Biden says, look, Beto's right. You don't you don't need an that hell yes we're coming for your AR fifteens because all you need is a double barrel shotgun and a couple rounds of buckshot. But I tell Jill, eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Quick break, more of the marcation. We got your phone calls, open mic messages, all that and more coming up on News one oh four point five WOKV. You want to protect yourself, get a double barrel shotgun. The shells, the 12 gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, we live in an area that's wooded and somewhat secluded. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here, or walk out, put that double barrel shotgun, and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to, you don't need an AR 15. All right, let's, uh, now, I didn't realize this when we shared that clip of the first time, but listen to what, this is Joe Biden back in 2013 talking to Parents Magazine about his wife shooting her double-barrel shotgun in the air. Not a euphemism. And so I'm sitting there listening to this over the break, and I go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A double-barrel shotgun, by definition, holds only two cartridges, two rounds. So if you shoot it twice in the air, you are basically out of ammo. You, he's literally telling his wife, to load up the double barrel shotgun, go outside, shoot it twice, and then basically she's standing there totally defenseless with a uh, with a gun with a uh, shotgun that has no ammunition left in it. She's going to have to then crack it open, pull out the shells, put in two more, and if there truly is somebody out there that's a threat, then uh, then they I mean they're going to come right at her. They're going to come right at her. So that's horrible advice for a shotgun owner. You don't go out there and you blast and put two. If you've got a double-barrel shotgun, shoot one time. That leaves you one shot left for, for any kind of a perp that could be attacking you. The best thing to do is have not a double-barrel shotgun because it's not the Old West. This is not Bonanza. You're not Little Joe. Or maybe you are. I don't know. Uh, but basically, you need to have something that's got more more uh, more oomph to it. Maybe a pump action that can hold you know six to eight rounds or or more. 
Um, that way you can blast two in the air and still have six to protect yourself. Also, somebody on our Twitch pointed out that Joe Biden's house in the woods is protected by the Secret Service. So you don't even need a double. You shoot a double barrel shotgun in the air and then all the Secret Service men armed with AR-15s are going to come to your rescue. So maybe that's why. Uh, maybe that's why. 855-765-1045. And I'm no shotgun expert, but I do know that a double barrel shotgun only holds two rounds. And when, once you've shot them both, once Jill Biden, once Dr. Jill Biden standing on the balcony in the woods shooting twice into the air, she is, I mean, she is a sitting duck, basically. Uh, 855-765-1045. All right, so speaking of sitting ducks, over the weekend, the New York Times decided, and I guess this is, I guess this is good news. I guess this is good news for Donald Trump and the Republican Party. But uh, over the weekend, the New York Times revealed that they have yet another accuser coming out against Justice Brett Kavanaugh. They have another accuser coming out against Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And this new accuser is from his time in Yale. And she was at a party and he did something uh, gross with his male genitalia in her direction, allegedly. And and that's what's that's what's happening now. Now, now this is an interesting story for a couple of reasons. First of all, in reporting it, the New York Times did a big I mean, they did, they did a big no, no, big no, no. They had to actually delete a tweet because it was so insensitive uh, when they were when they were reporting. And the, the second thing is, I say it's good news for Donald Trump, because it seems to me it seems to me that this latest Brett Kavanaugh story proves three things. Number one. That the impeachment probe into Donald Trump ain't happening. That there's no that now that they're searching and they've officially investigated the probe. And since Nancy Pelosi's not on board, uh, you know, since a lot of the top ranking Democrats really don't want it to come to that. And they fear that impeachment will be a nail in their coffin for 2020, which they're probably right about. Because of all that, it appears that the impeachment probe on Donald Trump is not going so well. And if the impeachment probe on Donald Trump is not going so well, that means he's probably going to win the election. And they have no basis based on the Mueller report or Russian collusion or, uh, you know, anything else, any of the FBI investigations to prove that Donald Trump did anything wrong. Because, again, as Pamela Anderson Lee told us when she was talking about uh, when she was talking about WikiLeaks on The View, there's nothing. If, if there were something to be published, Julian Assange would have found it and put it out there. So we know that there's nothing going on with Donald Trump and we know that he won't be impeached. If he won't be impeached, that means he's going to be in power. For four more years. So he's going to be able to put forth more executive orders on immigration and on the wall and on the economy and on gun control and on whatever else he wants to do. And the Democrats, the only thing that they'll have at their disposal, if it's an executive order, is because they'll they'll maintain control of the House. They may get control of the Senate. But what they don't have is the Supreme Court. And so now they're like, oh, we got to find Donald Trump is untouchable. There's nothing on the man that's going to get him out of office. We won't be able to impeach him. And even if we do, the Senate's not going to remove him from office. And he'll probably win four more years in the White House. So we've got to undercut the only other branch of government that we can undercut. And that is the Supreme Court. And I guess they figured what the first seven FBI investigations into Brett Kavanaugh, the first seven background checks that the FBI, the, you know, did on this guy and the and the consequential, uh, you know, investigations by the by the Senate Judiciary Committee, by the uh, congressional committees, all of those televised, uh, you know, grillings that we saw from Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and everybody else when they brought in that weird female lawyer to do all the Republican questions 
conditioning because they didn't want to look like bullies. I know the whole thing was bizarre. Anyway, all of that wasn't enough. There's now new evidence. There's new evidence about Brett Kavanaugh. So they're going back to the well because the Donald Trump well has dried up. They have no collusion evidence. They have no impeachable offenses. They've got nothing at all that's going to get their their dream come true of Donald Trump being impeached uh, come true. And so now they're attacking the Supreme Court. They figure they've got to get as much power out of the Republican hands as possible. That, and it tells me one more major concern that the Democrats have about the Supreme Court. One more major concern that they have about the bench and the conservative leaning of that bench and Donald Trump's control over it. I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Quick break. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Sometimes I just leave nonsense for you. I have to search through another Josh. Haha. That's that's all you know. If you're bored, you just want uh, the other Josh <laughs> to search through nonsense. There's a plenty bit. of it. Yeah, there sure is. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We got a bunch of open mics over the weekend. A lot about the Jaguars game, but last week we talked about football and nobody was really excited about it. And I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot of great news to talk about either today. We almost won. If that's if that's that's better than like not winning by a lot, like the first game. So I guess you know you get blown out at home. You almost went on the road, but not really. And then we have a game this Thursday. So maybe. Maybe we're due. Maybe this is it. Maybe this will be the big turnaround for the season. Uh, 855-765-1045. We've got Hank on the line. Hank's just passing through. Hi, Hank. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say today, sir? Hey, Mark. I, I listen to you once in a while when I pass through Jacksonville. Yeah. And I hear you discussing our political candidates, our problems, our weather and such. And you're always pointing out the negative things that, you know, whatever they're doing wrong, like, you know, bashing uh, Biden or bashing uh, uh, Bernie, whatever. Yeah. Give me something positive. What are we supposed to look forward to? Who should we vote for in the Democratic Party? You shouldn't vote for it. You shouldn't vote for anybody in the Democratic Party. I thought that's that's basically. I mean, you you just told you clearly you've been listening <laughs> because you you're like all you do is bash Bernie and Biden and Elizabeth Warren and Beto and Buttigieg and everyone else whose name starts with a B. Look, okay. There are there positive things. You know, is there anything to be positive about in the Democratic crop of candidates, these 10 people that are standing on stage? I mean, yes, there's some positivity. For example, I am positive uh, that each one of these Democrats standing on stage will eventually destroy the economy if they're given the keys to the White House. I am positive that each and every one of these Democrat Democrats are going to limit some of our most important constitutional rights, including pretty much every single one that is mentioned in the Bill of Rights, which is the core of our of our Republican form of government. I am positive that each one of these Democrats will forever alter this country irreparably. They will permanently damages uh, damage the ideals that this country was found on. And I am positive that every single one of those Democrats is running not because they love the United States of America, but because they hate Donald Trump. So there you go. There's some positive stuff to say. Uh, there's some positive stuff to say about uh, the Democrats. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I mean, look, 
I, there's nothing that you would get from a vote for them that would put you in a better position than you are right now with Donald Trump as the president of the United States. And there's a lot more that could go wrong and will. But that's a great point, Hank. Uh, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Zachary from Middleburg. What's up, Zachary? Hey, how's it going, Mark? I'm good, man. What do you want to say, sir? So you're talking about Joe Biden. The, the one thing I noticed is <laughs> any law-abiding gun owner that's taken a safety course and now you don't fire a firearm into the air to potentially kill somebody. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's a little far-fetched for him to be saying stuff like that. He should know the laws more than most any American. He can't, you know, out of any law, he should be, he should know it. Oh, look, here's the thing about Joe Biden. He's, he's not an average American. He's so out of touch with with average americans he he talks he talks about record players and leaving them on all night he talks about things that people in fact most of the democrats are out of touch with the regular american person they don't know what it's like in middle america they don't know what it's like to own a shotgun you know and operate a shotgun safely and effectively all they know is that ar-15s are bad and they need to get rid of them why? Well, because that's what David Hogg and the rest of the media tells them they need to do. But you're right. Joe Biden, I guarantee Joe Biden could not work a shotgun uh, if he if you handed him one. I don't even know if he could if he could tell you, you know, which side to sniff. That's how that's how out of touch he is. But, you know, there are people out there that, yeah, they understand home safety. They understand what to do. They understand the proper use of guns. And they understand that maybe a double barrel shotgun isn't all you need. When you're in a tight situation, maybe a double barrel shotgun isn't all you need when you go hunting. Maybe a double barrel, uh, double barrel shotgun isn't the best gun for you. And because of the Constitution of the United States aforementioned, you have the right to to whatever kind of weapon you desire, as long as it is legally obtained and used. Uh, but a great point. Yeah, you don't don't listen to Joe Biden. Don't just randomly shoot guns in the air. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. Blake and Callahan. Hey, Blake, how are you? I'm living the dream, dude. How are you doing? So, ditto, man. Ditto, man. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. What did you want to say today, Blake? I had read an article this morning where the Kavanaugh's accuser wasn't even the person who uh, supposedly he had touched. It was her friend. And then she, last night, supposedly, she had issued a statement saying she doesn't even remember the incident. I think it was the... New York Times issued a correction over it. Dude, this whole thing with the New York Times, let me tell you what the New York Times said. First of all, yeah, there's this book apparently, which is a bombshell report now on another Kavanaugh accuser from Yale who claims that at a party, Kavanaugh dropped his pants or someone dropped his pants for him and he moved his male genitalia toward her. And the fact, I mean, but then again, Here's the problem. She doesn't have recollection of it. She doesn't remember. It's all hearsay. It's all a bunch of different people that were that were coming forward and saying, hey, this happened. He did this to you, that kind of thing. And the New York Times, I mean, in the middle of trying to make a serious point, in the middle of trying to make a, uh, uh, you know, open up an investigation into what they think is another bombshell against the Supreme Court justice, who, by the way, has been confirmed and has been on the bench for months. And Elizabeth Warren says that confirming somebody does not mean that they didn't do this stuff. Confirming does not mean that they're innocent. Well, confirming after the kind of investigation that they went through basically means, look, we found no evidence to prove him guilty. And in the United States of America, you are innocent until you're proven guilty.
And the FBI found no right reason to charge him. The police had no reports filed ever on any of these instances. There was no investigation. The investigation of the Congress, uh, Congressional Committee and the Senate found no evidence to not confirm him. And he was confirmed to the Supreme Court where he is now working as a justice of the United States of America. But the problem is. The problem is that with Donald Trump seemingly skating into another four years with, at the White House, with the with the New York Times looking at this crop of 10 candidates, these 10 candidates who are on stage, probably even the top five, Biden, uh, 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 Bernie, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, you look at your top five candidates, they look at these five people and go, holy hell. None of these people are going to be able to beat Donald Trump. We can't impeach him. We can't vote him out of out of office. We have nobody that's of quality who can run against him and actually win. What are we going to do for the next four years? Well, we can cut him off at the pass. We can try to get control of the Supreme Court back. They want to get rid of Brett Kavanaugh. They want to go through another entire. Uh, they want to you know, lock it up with maybe eight judges and complain that since Brett Kavanaugh has been impeached from the Supreme Court, now we've got to we've got to wait till after the election. Much like they did with um, with Merrick Garland and uh, and Barack Obama when he made that pick. That's what they're going to argue. That's what they're trying to do. But there's something else that you need to realize that that there is another issue with the Supreme Court that must scare the, the pants. Off. Well, I probably shouldn't say scare the pants off the New York Times when we're talking about Brett Kavanaugh. But basically, they are petrified that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if she's not already dead, is it will be before Donald Trump's term is up. They are petrified. Everybody on the left is petrified with fear that this woman is going to leave a third opening for Donald Trump to fill. That this is going to be a third conservative justice that Donald Trump will be able to put on the court. And that will lock it up forever. And then, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to matter who's president. But if you have a super hyper conservative Supreme Court, then you can you can sue a Democratic president over every single thing that they do, every single presidential uh, dictate that they put forward. And if you have a conservative Supreme Court, you're going to have a lot more power than you will with just a couple, you know, with, with just one of these five, four majorities. So between Brett Kavanaugh, the fact that Donald Trump looks like he's going to be reelected between the the lame uh, crop of candidates on the left and the failing health of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, there's a lot that the left and The New York Times need to worry about when it comes to the Supreme Court. And that's why The New York Times is 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 diligently trying to work this story of course, now they have to apologize for their own ridiculous tr uh, tweet, which I'll read to you here in just a minute. Quick break, 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show. More of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute on News 104.5 WOKV. My concern here is that the process was a sham. Um, I don't think you can uh, look at impeachment hearings without getting the documents. The House would have to get the documents, and the Attorney General is shielding documents. Yeah, so I just, she's the, is that, is she talking about the impeachment of Donald Trump at that point? But Amy Klobuchar also came out to talk about, um, uh, about the impeachment of, what's his name? Justice Kavanaugh. That's the new target. That's the new old target. It's like they have two targets. They have Donald Trump and Judge Kavanaugh. 
And they go back and forth between the two. They attack Donald Trump for a while, realize there's nothing there. So they're like, man, all right, let's try Kavanaugh again. Then they run back to Kavanaugh. They try to attack him some more. Um, and if, you know, and if they're the New York Times, they do it in a really, they do it in a really bad way. The New York Times had a story about a new accuser coming forth to accuse Justice Kavanaugh, but in their shoddy reporting, they've actually now become the story. They have now become the story. Uh, basically what I mean by that is that when you look at the New York Times Twitter, they had a tweet that they were, uh, they were basically trying to, I don't know, they were trying to make light, but they were trying to, they were trying to, I guess, you know, get people to pay attention to the story. So they tweeted out, having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun, but when Brett Kavanaugh did it to her, Deborah Ramirez says it confirmed that she didn't belong at Yale in the first place. Now, this is a weird headline for a couple of reasons. But the most offensive part that people didn't like about it was the New York Times writing that having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun. Because at that point, a lot of people thought that is not harmless fun. That is the opposite. That is harmful fun or not fun at all. And so the New York Times then had to delete the tweet and print a huge retraction apologizing for it. Also, the, this Deborah Ramirez, uh, who they say, you know, when when Brett Kavanaugh did it to her, allegedly they left out that word. It confirmed that she didn't belong at Yale in the first place. I'm not really sure where what does it confirm she didn't belong at Yale in the first place have to do with this uh, accusation against Brett Kavanaugh. So it's this weird rambling phraseology that they had to that they basically had to delete anyway because of their insensitivity for saying that, uh, hey, that kind of act eh, that may seem like harmless fun, but it just means you didn't belong in Yale at the first place. Also, how how does Yale feel about this headline? Because now their name's getting dragged through the mud again when I think they thought all of this mess was behind them. But again, it's not because Donald Trump is still the president of the United States. And if you can't get Donald Trump, you can get the people that support his opinions in the Supreme Court or at least try to. 855-765-1045. Now, a couple things about Brett Kavanaugh that you probably need to know. Number one, it's a lot harder nowadays. Well, that's probably not the right Anyway, it's a lot more difficult to get rid of him nowadays because he's already been confirmed and they couldn't even come up. They couldn't even muster up, uh, muster up enough evidence before and during his confirmation with the help of the FBI, with the help of all of these uh, women who supposedly came forward, with the help of every single media outlet in the entire world, with the help of Michael Avenatti, with the help of the Senate Judiciary Committee, with the help of the uh, was the um, the uh, U.S. Uh, the uh, House of Representatives, all of these investigations that went to the Attorney General's office. Everybody was invented. The White House vetted this guy twice. Brett Kavanaugh has been probably one of the most investigated and and and, you know, interrogated individuals of the last century. And yet he's he's he made it through. He's on the bench. He's serving his his lifetime appointment as Supreme Court justice. And it will be much more difficult now to remove him from that office as it would have been to ever keep him from getting it in the first place when they failed. When they failed to stop the Senate from conserve, from confirming Justice Brett Kavanaugh, it was pretty much the end for the Democrats. But now, between the failing health of Ruth Bader Ginsburg 
And the likely event that Donald Trump will have one more nominee to the Supreme Court in this term. And if he has a four year term after this, he will definitely have one, if not more. You don't know. God, we don't know what's going to happen to these people in the next five or six years. And that's something that the Democrats right now are starting to realize. Because they, they've got to stop it. And if they can't stop Donald Trump from being president, if they can't stop Ruth Bader Ginsburg from getting old and dying, then maybe, maybe they can start pulling these conservatives off the bench. The problem is that th what they don't realize is, is that if Kavanaugh is impeached, which he won't be, if Kavanaugh's, if, uh, if Kavanaugh, if they finally find something on this guy that causes him to step down or quit or renounce his, uh, his judicial appointment to the Supreme Court, if they find anything at all, if that happens, it doesn't matter because Donald Trump is still the conservative president of the United States that put him and Neil Gorsuch on the bench in the first place. And you still have a conservative majority in the Senate that will likely, that will likely go in and and appoint any of the justices that Donald Trump puts forward, especially since we already have the list. We already know who's next on the list. He published it when he was running for office. 855-765-1045. Uh, so that look, that's the latest in the saga of Brett Kavanaugh. And the Dem they are so scared. The fact that they're going back against Brett Kavanaugh and coming up with more of these ridiculous I don't remember accusations from these women at parties shows that they know that they're going to lose the Supreme Court because they're going to lose the election. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Phone calls. Open mics. All coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K. more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Wow, the FBI must really be horrible at their jobs since they've done seven different background checks against Brett Kavanaugh over his career. Never found anything. Either that or maybe there's nothing uh, at all to find, despite the fact that they keep uh, they keep having accusers pop up. Here's a novel idea. Why don't we do background checks on the accusers? It seems that some of them may be getting a little bankroll going on here. I mean, look, I don't want to sit here and say that these people are getting paid off, but maybe these people are getting paid off. And, it, you know, probably, probably in or to get somebody to come forward when they haven't for 30 or 40 years, it takes a little poking and prodding. It takes a little enticement. If you had somebody back in what Yale was at 30 years ago, maybe 50. Yeah, like somewhere between 25 and 30 years ago. They were at a party. Something may or may not have happened. They don't have any recollection of it at all. Some friend of theirs told them that maybe or maybe it didn't happen. Or, uh, you know, somebody approaches you and says, hey, we heard that this may or may not have happened to you. We need you to come forward against the Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America because we want to take over control of that branch of government. We want to make sure that Donald Trump, should he have another four years in office, doesn't have this super majority in the Supreme Court on the conservative side um, because, you know, we, there's a lot of parts of the Constitution that we want to get rid of. And that would really that would really thwart our efforts. So here's a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that's the kind of thing I, I imagine is happening, but we just can't prove it. You just can't prove it. But the good news is they can't seem to prove any of these allegations against Brett Kavanaugh either. 
And it just seems like it's yet another distraction, yet another way for them to to keep a, a false narrative alive in the press and attack Donald Trump and all of the people that he has has chosen for the Supreme Court. And luckily, Neil Gorsuch, man, that guy must be the squeakiest clean. And that guy must not have even gone to any parties because nobody has any has said anything about Neil Gorsuch, nor did they. But it might also be because he was the first. You know, Neil Gorsuch was the nominee. They knew Donald Trump was going to have that was they ran on that. That was that was one of the big uh, points in the Hillary Clinton campaign was the Supreme Court. You know, and, and Donald Trump as well. We can't let the Democrats take the Supreme Court or they will forever alter the uh, the way the United States of America looks in the future. And and a lot of people for a lot of people, that was a that was a great uh, campaign promise. Hey, you know what? We've got to keep a conservative on the bench. We've got to replace Antonin Scalia with another conservative. We can't afford to have a Democratic majority. So so Donald Trump got elected. Neil Gorsuch got placed on the bench. And that was expected. Then, of course, here comes Brett Kavanaugh, and you're looking at another hyper-conservative bench member, another hyper-conservative justice on the bench, and now the Democrats are freaking out. And they were like, this is what well, Donald Trump can't possibly have two, because secretly they also know that he's going to probably have three. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg decides that it's time to hurt, to shuffle off this mortal coil or go into some kind of long-term care for whatever it is that's ailing her. You know, she's these people don't last forever. And and if if she doesn't outlast Donald Trump, Donald Trump will pick another conservative justice to sit on the Supreme Court. And you're going to have a six to three majority or or a five to four majority, depending on which side of the aisle. Uh, John Roberts decides that he's on that particular day of the week because he he definitely fluctuates. The Supreme Court is always a major concern in any election and probably this one more so than ever. And this Brett Kavanaugh thing, I believe, is a reaction to three things. And I said it before, I'll say it again. Number one, that there is no evidence for this uh, that this uh, impeachment probe that they set up in the House of Representatives. There's no evidence that Donald Trump has committed any kind of impeachable offense. There's no way that he will be impeached. And that will seriously hinder the Democrats' chances of getting reelected. Because right now, right now, the biggest thing they have is impeachment of Donald Trump. And if they're not able to do it, then they fail. That's their number one campaign promise. It was their number one campaign promise in the midterms. It's the reason that Ilhan Omar and AOC and everybody, all the rest of them, that's the reason that they came to power. That's the reason they got into office in the first place, because they ran on the impeachment platform. And if impeachment, fail, impeachment fails, so do they. If impeachment doesn't work, that means that they don't work. And they need to sh to prove that they work because that's the only way they're going to keep their jobs. They already have challengers in New York City. They already have challengers in Minnesota. They already have people coming after these ladies to keep them one-term congresswomen. And if Donald Trump, if the impeachment probe doesn't go through, if Donald Trump does not get impeached in the House of Representatives, that is a massive, that is a massive failure and a huge, huge roadblock to the Democrats getting power in 2020. The second thing is the Supreme Court itself. And they know that this thing is going to change and make up. They see what's happening with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They know that Clarence Thomas is old. That guy doesn't want to be around. But he's not he's not going to leave now. He's going to wait until after Donald Trump gets a second term. And when Donald Trump gets a second term, then Clarence Thomas will say, hey, you know what? Maybe now's the time to go because I know that Donald Trump's going to find somebody nice and conservative to take my place. 
you know, maybe Ted Cruz will finally get that appointment that a lot of people have been talking about. Although Ted Cruz, uh, you know, I don't know if I don't know if he wants anyone poking into his background the way they did uh, the way they did Neil Gorsuch. But he's but he's also not happy about this New York Times story either. They apparently spent 10 months uh, with undercover reporters trying to track down every person that went to school with Justice Kavanaugh 30 years ago. Can you imagine if that was your job to be an undercover reporter and the New York Times comes to you and says, hey, you know what we need you to do? We need you to go back 30 years, uh, find out who went to, to Yale University, which is not a small university. It's a big school. Find out who lived uh, in and around the Yale area. Was it New Haven? Is that where it is? Find out. In fact, you know what? Just go get the census data for New Haven, Connecticut, circa 30 years ago, and let's investigate every single person that lived within a, mm, a five to ten mile radius who was a woman uh, and who may have been attacked by a guy uh, with a penis. And then you know, find, make me that list, and then we'll go through and we'll see who we can figure out uh, can come, come forward with some kind of story. You know, it's an amazing level of reporting trying to just really dig up any dirt they can on the guy. I think that follows up with, with, with the rather shameful circus we saw during the confirmation hearing. Look, sorry, <laughs> I was taking a, taking a little slip of my guy. I thought he was going to talk longer, but evidently, uh, evidently he didn't need it, or we just cut him off. But I mean, man, and that's exactly right. It is shameful. It is a shameful follow up to the shameful investigation that we had when this guy was uh, undergoing his his process. And let's not forget, let's not forget what happened with the with the uh, with the Justice Brett Kavanaugh issue. He came forward and he said, "Look." Uh, none of this stuff happened. Here's my calendars. Here's what I was doing. Here's what all this stuff meant. I like beer. Do you like beer? I like beer. I still like beer. And then they said, we can't go forward. We need, we need an additional seven days to investigate. And Jeff Flake, Jeff Flake, who flaked on the president, who flaked on the entire system, who flaked on the Republican Party. Jeff Flake came forward at the last minute after a last minute meeting with Democrats in the elevator, walked in and said, you know what? I believe that these Democrats are right. We do need seven more days. So they got seven more days and they flew this woman in from California and they sat her down and they put her through the ringer and they asked her questions that she couldn't answer. And they asked him questions that he answered brilliantly. And at the end of the day, they said, that's it. We're done. We're done. We have no, there are not going to be any more. There are not going to be any more investigations into Brett Kavanaugh. We gave you seven extra days. We're going to vote. And Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. After, after FBI investigation, after FBI background check, after seven days this, after interrogation that, after every media outlet in the entire world harassed him and his family. The guy was crying. Remember, he, he gave that. I remember sitting there watching him read this statement at, on the, in the brink of tears, a grown man, a justice of the United States because of what kind of hell they had put him and his wife and his family through. But he wasn't backing down. He knew he did nothing wrong. He knew he deserved to be on the Supreme Court, and he is now there. And it's still not good enough for the New York Times. They still want to bring the man down. But they're doing a horrible job, especially when they tweet out, having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun. Man, I'd like, I'd hate to be at a New York Times Christmas party if that's their idea of harmless fun. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got one more break here. If you want to get through, give us a buzz right now. 855-765-1045. Still have time to leave us an open mic message too. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 
here's a novel idea. Why don't we do background checks on the accusers? It seems that some of them may be getting a little bankroll going on here. I, that's like probably the most racist and misogynistic thing ever. You can't you can't do a background check on an accuser. Although I don't know if you guys have watched the Bill Burr special on Netflix, but he basically just talking about the Me Too movement. He basically asks the same thing. He's like, hey, why do we believe why do we believe women a hundred percent of the time? And then what about like eighty eight percent? Maybe maybe eighty eight percent of the time we can believe them. But there's that twenty you know eighteen percent where they're just making stuff up. Eight five five set not my words, Bill Burr's. Uh, 855-765-1045. Wayne in Jacksonville. Hey, Wayne, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? Hey, all right. Today I am. I had throat cancer, but I bear with my voice. Yeah, well, yeah. What, had, yeah. Okay, you all right? This, this uh, teacher that got in trouble for what he was teaching his children, it was ridiculous. And I got a song that I recorded 30 years ago. Yeah, I... Yeah, no, I remember. I think you, you didn't, you, you already called us, and uh, did you record it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Did you send it? Yeah, I remember you called earlier. I said, send us the recording. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. You're just having a Joe Biden moment, man. That's okay. Happens to everybody. It happens mostly to Joe Biden. Hey, Sieber in Yuli. What's going on, Sieber? How are you? Hey, Ma hey Mark. I want to switch gears a little bit. There's a two Senate resolutions and a House resolution in Tallahassee this year. Mm-hmm. Dealing with white supremacy and white nationalism. They're mm -hmm. doing it after the mass shooting fell past on Ohio. And I called them, I called the sponsors and the co-sponsors and asked them, why won't you do a bill against Black Lives Matter, who said they want to kill the police, and Antifa, who has been deemed a terrorist organization by the United States government? Let's be inclusive and in fair. If we're going to do this, and then let's include all hate groups okay. rather than just singling out and doing a feel-good resolution. Did you get an you answer, know? or would it, or were oh, you, no, like, you, like... you speak? You speak to the rage. You don't actually speak to the senators. Oh, or the right. so what did but the aide say? Did they just, you left them a note. Okay, all right. That's, that's yeah. what my wife does when she needs me to get important information. She just leaves me like a sticky note. And, uh, you know, and then I just, and then I read it and then I forget to do it. And then she texts me and goes, did you not read the sticky note? And I'm like, oh my God, you're totally right. That's a good point. And that's something we'll follow along too. Uh, if that happens here in Florida, you know, we'll, uh, we'll definitely follow along with that. We do, we should keep a couple of things that are coming up this week, by the way. Very exciting week. Tomorrow on the show, we will be joined once again by Tommy Laren. And interesting things going on in her life. First of all, she has just recently released her own line of athletic wear. Which is very exciting. I don't know if there's any menswear, but we'll ask her about that. Also, her uh, her fiancé, soon-to-be husband, has just announced his candidacy for the United States House of Representatives in, of all places, California, where it's very difficult for Republicans to get elected or even get parking spaces. Or, you know, walk down the street without getting feces hurled at them. So uh, we'll see what's going on with that campaign, what he believes his chances are of winning, and what he's going to do should he not. So that's going on. Also, this is the week that they're supposed to raid Area 51. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. There was that whole, hey, let's raid Area 51. They can't stop us all thing uh, with that millions of people signed up for. Well, there I, mean, I don't know if millions of people are showing up, but hundreds of thousands are already descending on uh, Rochelle, New uh, Nevada, where Area 51 is located. And a good friend of mine is there. Uh, she's going to be bringing us live reports from the storming of Area 51 as well. So that's coming up later on this week in addition. Plus, Wednesday is whatever you want Wednesday and Thursday night. The Jaguars play again, unfortunately. Um, they do it here in uh, in Jacksonville, though, so at least 
you know, at least we won't, at least we won't have far to drive home after the loss. So that's that's what we've got on tap for this week. Also, next week we're uh, kicking off Marques Cash. So you've got a few more days to go online or download the News 104.5 mobile app. Hit the Win Marques Cash button. Give us just a little bit of information, and then much like uh, Andrew Yang, should he win the presidency, we're going to start handing out cash every single day at 10 a.m. Go to News 104.5 WOKV in the App Store. Download that app and enter, enter to win Marques Cash. Quick break. Uh, traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.